those of you listening to us on the internet, to the men and women in our armed forces, wherever you may be, to our members and guests here at beautiful Savior Lutheran in Milwaukee, grace be to you and peace from God our Father, from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. The word of God upon which we base our message this morning on this 14th Sunday after Pentecost is the gospel for today from Luke chapter 15. You heard it read before, I recall just these words. I can guarantee that there will be more happiness in heaven over one person who turns to God and changes the way he thinks and acts than over 99 people who already have turned to God and have his approval. So I can guarantee that God's angels are happy about one person who turns to God and changes the way he thinks and acts. In the name of our dear Lord Jesus Christ, who would have all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth, my beloved. So many of the man-made religions out there in the world, not Christianity, have concocted a God who is impersonal, unemotional, magnificent somewhere out there, but you really don't know what he or she cares about. On the other hand, there's Holy Scripture who reveals the true God. Father and a Son and a Holy Spirit who are very personally related to us and watch over our lives. The Bible also talks about emotions exhibited by God. Anger, laughter, compassion, Grief, love, hate, jealousy, joy, and then, of course, the shortest verse of all of Scripture, Jesus wept. This morning we listen to our dear Lord Jesus Christ as he paints two illustrations in response to some of the self-righteous church leaders criticizing him by saying, he welcomes sinners and he even eats with them. Now, it was very true that Jesus did hang around with street people. The homeless, cripples, prostitutes, extortionists, the dregs, the outcasts, and he even ate meals with them. How could this religious man defile himself in such a way with the filth of society? In response to that criticism, Jesus told two parables or illustrations to drive home the fact that he, the people that he hung around with truly were lost, but precious. And the Son of Man came to seek and to save those who were lost. And even one lost, one lost sinner is precious in God's eyes. Now, the two stories, very familiar. You heard them read this morning, just to recount them. A shepherd had a hundred sheep, means he's probably a wealthy shepherd. And he lost one of them straight away, whatever. Still had 99, but so concerned was he with the one that he left the other 99 that were safe and went to rescue the one, probably with a feeling of worry and anxiety, and I got to get out there, and this is urgent because... The longer I wait, 
the more chances there are that he's going to be eaten by wolves or bears. And then there's the illustration of the woman who has ten coins and loses one. We say, well, so what? Well, it could have been her dowry or the gift that was given to her when she was married, and it was a very costly gift. Uh, It could have also been her life savings. And to lose one-tenth of that, well, that was a big loss. And so she hunted and hunted for the coin. How do people react emotionally when someone or something is lost? Well, I think that depends upon the value of what's lost. Frustration, anxiety, anger, fear, panic, terror, grief, desperation. I think the level of emotion when you lose something is directly proportionate to the value of what is lost. I lost my pen. Oh. I lost my scarf. Oh. I lost my wedding ring. Oh, no. Our dog is lost. My child is lost. Amber alert. How did God react emotionally when his human creatures We're led into sin and death. Compassion. Though there was disobedience and death, he will crush your head and you will strike his heel. Grief. Before the flood, God was sorry that he had made mankind. And throughout Holy Scripture, many times God was heartbroken when his people would not love him back for his love. The event of losing produces certain emotions. What about the event of searching? Searching for the lost. The shepherd left 99. They were safe. One out there wasn't. For some of you, some of us who have larger families... Uh, one kid gets really sick, where do you turn all your attention, all your anxiety? To the one kid. The four, the other four or five, they're okay. Went out to search for the lost sheep. The woman, one coin was lost, very precious to her, ransacked the house. When going out and searching for something that's valuable, you can think of nothing else. No rest, anxiety, worry, fear of all kind directed at finding the lost. Now some true stories about the lost. One day I was looking around the house, I couldn't find a cat. Kept looking and looking the whole day. Where's the cat? Started to get into some panic. Called the Humane Society. Said, no, we got a chip in the the cat. No, I didn't find that cat. One time we were out for lunch with, uh, every once in a while we go out with a couple of pastors. Pastor Poppy said, we lost our cat. 
I was preaching on Wednesday uh, Lenten service, and I left the back door open. I saw, came home, door was open, cat's gone. Filled with anxiety. Put out an email. Put out pictures. One time my wife lost her wedding ring. Oh my goodness. In fact, it was on New Year's Eve. Called the pastor up at midnight, came back to church in his pajamas, checked all the pews, no ring. I lost my wedding ring. Extremely sad. And then there was that uh, time we went to Germany and we got this German carving of Mary and Joseph and little baby Jesus. Wood, beautiful. Baby Jesus fit right there in Mary's lap. One Christmas Eve, we had all the kids over. One of my granddaughters, uh, two years old, just learning how to talk, whatever, was playing with baby Jesus. Now baby Jesus was gone. Couldn't find baby Jesus. Worried. Years back, my grandmother, now sainted, had a son who was sort of wayward. Oh, I believe he was in his 20s. He was married, then divorced. Uh, took his girlfriend and uh, her child and uh, took a trip out to Las Vegas. They were going to strike it crit, uh, uh, rich real quick. My grandmother approached my dad, who was the oldest in the family, said, uh, you got to take your, other, your brother and go down there and search for George because I'm afraid if you don't go looking for him, he's never going to come back. Those were the days before air conditioning. Took pictures of my dad's car and the uncle's car. There were what was water bags on the, on the hood and trunk and everything. In case you broke down in the middle of the desert. My grandmother, filled with fear and desperation. God has spent all of history since Adam's disobedience pulling all his stops to rescue fallen sinners. Born lost. Born enemies of God. And he always tried to talk directly to the lost to rescue them. Adam, where are you? Abraham, leave home. Noah, build a ship. Peter, follow me. Saul, why are you persecuting me? David, you are the man. God went after sinners one by one, heartbroken and grief-stricken over his lost, when they simply would not love him back. And sometimes when they would not love him back, he even got angry. But as we read in Ezekiel this morning, finally God said, I'm taking matters into my own hands. Getting rid of all these other bad shepherds, I'm going to send the good shepherd to rescue the sheep because all we like sheep have gone astray, each one to our own way. And so he rescued us by way of the cross and an empty grave. Adam, where are you? Peter, follow me. Richard Robbie, and now insert your name. I baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and now you are mine. 
and he carries you and he holds you over his shoulders and he gives you his words of forgiveness so that you never become lost again. And then there are the emotions of finding. So the shepherd found the one lost sheep. I'm so happy. Let's celebrate. The woman, she finds the one lost coin. She says, let's celebrate. Let's hold a party. Party was probably more costly and expensive than the one coin, but she didn't care. She was so ecstatic. Now for the rest of the story. Looked all day for my cat. Called the Humane Society. No cat. All of a sudden, I was walking through the dining room. There's the cat. <laughs> was hiding behind some uh, cabinet in one of our uh, living rooms. Pastor Poppy went all over the place, emails and everything else. Finally, he went to two animal shelters. And sure enough, there was Kizzy in one of the animal shelters. Traveled about five miles over the freeway. My wife found her wedding ring. Why, it was in the refrigerator vegetable drawer. <laughs> I found my wedding ring. It was in the kids' sheets in one of the beds because I had said their prayers with them and was tucking them in and the ring probably fell off. Little wooden baby Jesus. We ask Hannah, Hannah, do you know, can you find Jesus, baby Jesus? Goes upstairs into a closet where she had been playing. Sure enough, there's baby Jesus lying. My uncle was found. And they brought him back. And he became a fine churchman and a faithful Christian. There is joy in heaven over one sinner who repents. For repentant adulterers, for repentant extortioners, for repentant sinners who are so often loveless and thoughtless and careless, for sinners, losers, seemingly worthless, a celebration in heaven over one who repents. Each and every one, priceless and precious to Jesus because they are his creation and they are his blood-bought soul. And when they come to faith, they are his brother and sister. So, here's something that's precious to me. This is my pen. <clears throat> it's one of my favorite things in life. My wife gave it to me, I don't know, for birthday, anniversary, whatever. And it was uh, specially made by a man, very artfully, on a lathe. It's a wooden pen. And then it was um, varnished uh, and a nice color, a bluish teal color. And uh, it's beautiful. And... Um, I've lost it many times. One time I lost it for about two months. I finally found it between the cushions of the couch. What if the next time that I lost it and found it, I'd call Joan and uh, talk to my wife and say, what I want you to do is call up every member of Beautiful Savior because I want to have a found party for my pen and we're going to have ribs and steak and wine for everybody. And you'd probably roll your eyes at me and say, 
What? A found party for what? Absurd. Because the celebration doesn't match the event. But that's exactly what Jesus is saying today. There is joy and celebration in heaven over one sinner who repents, and that's you, and that's me. And thank God for his amazing grace. Just happened to find this passage from Zephaniah chapter 3. The Lord your God is with you. He is a hero who saves you. He happily rejoices over you, renews you with his love, and celebrates over you with shouts of joy. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Please stand. And the peace of God which passes all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through faith in Christ Jesus, amen. We confess our faith with the words of the Nicene Creed. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and of all things visible and invisible, and in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of his Father before all worlds, God of God, light of light, very God of very God, begotten not made, being of one substance with the Father, by whom all things were made, who for us men and for our salvation came down from heaven and was incarnate by the Holy Spirit of the Virgin Mary and was made man, and was crucified also for us under Pontius Pilate. He suffered and was buried, and the third day he rose again according to the Scriptures, and ascended into heaven, and sits at the right hand of the Father, and he will come again with glory to judge both the living and the dead, whose kingdom will have no end. And I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord and giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son together is worshipped and glorified, who spoke by the prophets, and I believe in one holy Christian and apostolic church. I acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins, and I look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. We take this time together, our tithes and our offerings and our connection cards. <laughs> 